Episode 28, Air McNair Podcast. Your one and only host, Nam McNair, in the building once again. Um, episode 28, you know, Chris Johnson, CJ2K episode of the pod. Feel me? Uh, we missed a week last week, feel me? But listen, I told you the school grind is serious, man. School grind is serious. Um, but we in the last month, once Thanksgiving hits, I'm going to have a nice plate, and I'm going to forget all about school. Then the finals gonna creep up. <laughs> the finals gonna creep back up, <clears throat> and then for that next week, I'm probably grinding again. But after that, hey, it's time for that Christmas, and we all know what the best Christmas song is. You feel me? You feel me? And this Christmas, well, come on, you know, see breezy, come on. Um, but yeah, we're back. Um, I got to go home in this hiatus. Uh, I went back to Baltimore. Beautiful, crazy. This just, it's just great to go home, see family, see friends. Uh, Really just be in the surroundings we grew up in, you feel me? It's just, it's just great to be, you feel me? Um, <clears throat> but as always, we're going to start with some Black Lives Matter. Uh, Mr. Walter Wallace Jr., uh, he lives in Philly. Um, he had some type of mental, I don't want to call it disorder because I'm not fully sure, but something, he had a, a mental episode, something with his mental health he had a mental episode, you know what I'm saying? He had trouble with his mental health, so he had a mental episode. Um, he was in his in front of his home with a knife. Um, his peoples called the police, you know, because they couldn't detain the situation. So they called them. But as we know, the police aren't trained to handle those type of situations. Um, and that's why we say defund the police, not just to put money in our pockets, but to give it to resources that can handle that. So instead of calling the police, who eventually ended up shooting this man, who was having a mental episode instead of aiding him. Because we all know police know how to simply remove a weapon from a person. They're trained to do that, right? Well, supposedly. So they could easily detain him instead of killing him. Um, and a knife, I don't I don't care. A knife, if, he, if you're further enough away from him, he can't strike you with the knife. So no, it's not a deadly weapon in that situation. You can detain him. You could have tased him and got the knife on his hand and arrested him. You could have done a lot of things before shooting that man. But that's why we say defund the police, because you could put this money into on-call, just mental health personnel, professionals, therapists, all type of stuff that could have came and helped walk him through to de-escalate the situation to where not only where he's still living, but also he gets the help he actually needs so that these episodes won't continue to happen and so that more stories like Walter Wallace Jr. won't happen, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, Condolences to his family. I know they was rioting and they looted a Walmart in Philly. I mean, Walmart's a billion dollar corporation. A Philly getting robbed. I met a Walmart in Philly getting robbed does nothing to their pockets. They'll be fine. But that man's life will never come back. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, of course they always try to throw out the he's a previous convicted felon, this, that, and the third. I don't care. I don't care. Him having a mental episode does not mean he has to die. 
Like, there's literally no reason a black man should die at the hand of the police unless they're literally threatening the police, like, with a gun in their hand and pointing at them. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for that. Um, but once again, my condolences. Uh, this movement, Black Lives Matter, was probably about to turn up again. I know it went crazy um, throughout the summer. It's kind of dwelled down a little bit. Um, you know, we've still been talking on it, but um, some of the action in the street has kind of died down. But with the election come up, coming up, which we're going to talk about later, um, it might reignite, especially if that man, 45, is reelected. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. We'll see. Let's get into some sports. Recap NFL week seven and eight. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're there some games. Uh, let's see. Week seven. <sighs> Packers thrashed the Texans, of course. Devontae Adams is a dog. He had almost 200 yards receiving. Uh, I played him against, I played him in fantasy, and that's why I lost. So, yeah, that, that kind of hurt me. I love to see him score, but also I checked my fantasy score, and now I'm down 30, 40 points just because of Devontae Adams. Uh, let's see. The Bears lost on Monday night to the Rams. The Bears are who we thought they were, bro. They're kind of like the Browns, but NFC. The Browns, they tend to beat bad teams and then not show up against good teams. The Bears, same thing, you know, except for that win against the Bucks. But I don't know. I mean, we've, we've seen any team can win on any given Sunday, you know what I'm saying? So they lost to the, the Rams on Monday night, only scoring 10 points. The Cardinals and Seahawks had a crazy crazy shootout in the desert went to OT Russell Wilson had uncharacteristic three interceptions Isaiah Simmons I think made the biggest play of his young career um hadn't really heard about him much since being drafted you know we all know he's a freaking nature out there on the field but he wasn't really showing us much but then he made a big play in OT and helped the Cardinals win the game let's see what else what else what else um the Browns and the Bengals had a shootout as well the second time this year they had a shootout um Burrow and Baker be going back and forth. Uh, Odell got hurt. Sad to see it. Um, I applaud the hustle, you know, trying to run back and get a tackle after a pick. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you just got to make a play for yourself. Got to be selfish. I know we all – well, not me. Not me. But I know the media gets on Odell for being selfish and whatnot. But, like, sometimes – listen, it's people in front of you. You got to let them make that tackle and live the play another down, Odell. You're too important of a player. Not only to your team, but to the league. People, you're a superstar. We love to see you. We tune into Brown games to watch you play. You know what I'm saying? So, he's torn his ACL. He's done for a season. Um, you hate to see. I feel like this is like the third time in the last four or five years Odell's been hurt for the season. Um, sad to see. You hate to see it. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, let's see. The Falcons found another way to lose to the Lions. Uh, Ty Gurley, who was actually playing very good. He's been a touchdown machine for the Falcons. He scored too early. Matt Stafford does what he does. Comeback drive. Last second touchdown. Like, literally, touchdown with no time remaining. Extra point good. Lions beat the Falcons. Huh. Uh, week 7. At the time, with the battle of the undefeated Titans-Steelers. Steelers dominated them in the first half. Titans made a late comeback. But eventually, them not being able to stop the Steelers at all showed his hand. The Steelers are undefeated. Uh, we're going to get to what they did in Week 8. But they that was the first game... Where they came out and dominated, I was impressed. But then once they started to slack off, I was like, here they go again. The Steelers, the Steelers are undefeated, but they seem to not be able to just dominate teams that elite teams typically do. Like, we've seen the Chiefs dominate teams no matter the level of competition they are. The Steelers have not shown that yet, but nonetheless, they're 7-0. So, 
Um, let's see what else. <clears throat> and then nah, let's get into week eight. Let's get into week eight. Oh, oh man. Um, the Vikings beat us. Us being the Packers. Dalvin Cook. He had over 30 touches, over 200 yards, and four tutties. He scored all the tutties for the Vikings. He just had a field day. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wish we had Aaron Jones out there, but he's hurt with something. I don't know. Um, and now AJ Dillon has COVID, so our whole running back room might be contaminated. Um, we played Thursday night versus the Niners, but we'll get to them and their injury situation. But it's just a bad loss, you know. Um, playing the Niners on Thursday, I really want us to win. You know, we played the Texans and the Vikings back-to-back. If we won those two games and lost to the um, Niners, we would have been, what, 6-2 and two at the eight games in nine weeks? I'd have been fine with that, but now – we have a chance of being five and three. Um, we got to keep pace with other teams in the NFC for that one seed if we want it. The Bucks had this tiebreaker over us. Um, Seahawks have a less one less loss than us. Uh, the Saints we had the tiebreaker over them, but now we got the same record. Like the Bears are still what five and three. Like we're still fighting for them for the division crown. So <clears throat> every game is important. And losing to the last place Vikings, where you made Kirk Cousins do nothing, absolutely nothing, to beat you. We all know. When you play a team with a quarterback like a Kirk Cousins, a Mitch Trubisky, a Nick Foles, like you want them, them mid-level quarterbacks, you want them to show you that they can have an elite performance that day and beat you. And we didn't do that. We just let 33, Dalvin Cook, just had that pink thing out, as they would say, and go to work. You hate to see it, but hey, man, it is what it is. Um, let's get to the Niners. The Seahawks beat the Niners. Um, Niners are all type of banged up. Um, Bosa's already out for the year. We know that. Um, their running backs are banged up. Jimmy G came back after a high ankle sprain, but now he's about to be out for an extensive time. Schefter reported with another high ankle sprain, or that same. He probably re-aggravated that one. Um, Kittle's about to be out for like eight weeks because he broke something. Um, so Thursday night, we might have a chance, um, even though we still can't stop the run. So. We know Kyle Shanahan can game plan around Nick Mullen and just dominate pounding the rock. But um, if we're able to overcome that, we should be able to win Thursday night. But I don't know. Like I said, I think I said on here before, I felt like the Niners are the only team that could really beat us because they they're the only team that really dominates in the run game like that. Um, Seattle doesn't really do it. The Bucks, I don't think they really ran on us like that when we played them. Um, Although they have a lot of weapons, so that's that's my biggest fear. Probably the Bucks, because one, they dominated us. Even though I think that game was an aberration, and two, they just have a too many weapons, especially AB coming in for the playoff run. Um, yeah, it's gonna get scary out there. But um, I still think we should be able to get through the NFC as long as we can avoid teams that are run dominant. Seattle's not really run dominant there. Russell Wilson reliant, and we saw that last year in the playoffs. We played them and beat them. You know what I'm saying? So, and they're the same team, basically. Same thing with us. We're basically the same team, and we saw what happened last year. Uh, the Saints, thank goodness. <clears throat> excuse me. Thank goodness the Saints beat the Bears for me yesterday. Um, <clears throat> I thought we was going to lose the lead in the division. But Alvin Kamara, hey, without Mike Thomas, without Emmanuel Sanders, <sighs> Alvin Kamara, man. Dominating, 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 dominating. Let's see. The Chargers, I I haven't watched the highlights for this. Listen, I picked up Justin Herbert for my fancy quarterback. I saw, 
up 21 to three. I was a little tired, went to sleep. I was like, my fantasy team is in good hands. And we still won, but the Chargers, they did not win. No, sir, no, sir. They lost 31-30 on the final play of the game, literally the final play. I don't know how they allowed the comeback, I didn't watch, but I saw the very last play. And the Chargers just find ways to lose, man. They're like, it's like they have a competent QB, good weapons, just find ways to lose. It's like the Lions. Competent QB, offense that can put up points, find ways to lose. Like, they're like the Lions AFC. Like, sheesh. I think one day I'm going to do, like, <clears throat> what team in the NFC is the same as that team in the AFC? Like, what's the what's the comparison in both conferences? I'm going to do that one one podcast. Maybe the next one. Maybe get somebody on here with me to do it. Maybe my guy X. I haven't had X or Prince or Key or G or none of the guys on here. I'm trying to get the guys over here to <clears throat> do a little football talk. The Dolphins, I picked this upset. Brian Flores, uh, two a time, it started in Miami, and it started successfully. That defense came to play, they forced like four turnovers. They had a defensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown. Um, they were just doing a thing out there for Tua, helping him get his first win. And the Dolphins, you know, um, they might not be able to catch the bill for the division crown, but a wild card spot is possible if they keep winning because they I'm telling you they have found the coach Brian Flores is the coach of the future down there it just it will too will be the QB of the future we got we got more games to find out but they found the coach for sure and their GM has done a pretty good job of putting that team together the big matchup of the week Steelers Ravens Steelers remain undefeated um, fourth down two minute warning Ravens running with Lamar of course Stuffed them, stuffed them, stuffed them, stuffed them. Steelers sneak out of there with a dub. Um, Lamar has not been playing good this year. I've been saying that. I picked him to win the bowl, but like against the Chiefs, he looked bad. I mean, not even because not even, the narrative is Lamar doesn't play good in big games. But to be honest, he hasn't looked that good all year. He had, what, two, three turnovers yesterday? Um, he just hasn't looked good. Um, Marquise Brown came out to the game was like, essentially, how are you going to have these dogs out here and not give them the ball? And I, I feel him because he was a dog at Oklahoma because he got a lot of reception. You gave him the ball open field, let him work. And the Ravens, you know, they run heavy. Um, and you can't you can't rely on when you need to – when you're run heavy and then you have to pass to, like, come back and stuff, of course your passing game can be shaky because you're not used to that. You're not familiar with that. So I feel like the Ravens should really just start just involving the pass more. Just mix it up, you know. Second and short, throw it. Why not? Because you know you still got a good enough run game to get it on third down or even fourth down because we know the Ravens really play a lot of four-down football. So, I don't know, man. But I think the Ravens will be fine. They just got to find a way to overcome these hurdles of having to come back. And just they got to get used to playing uncomfortable. Like, they have to get used to playing from behind. Like, I know they don't do it a lot because they dominate when they play worse teams. But... You got to get comfortable somehow because come playoffs, you might find yourself down or in a close game or you will be in a close game in the playoffs and you're going to find a way to win. Or the reputation is going to follow Lamar for a long time. Uh, the Bengals headed the Titans their second straight loss. The Titans defense is awful, man. They're just awful. Um, they did trade for Desmond King today from the Chargers. Um, it's a nice corner. Put him over there with Logan Ryan. and um, No, sorry, Logan Ryan's gone. Put him over there with Adore. Uh But... Their defense is terrible. Joe Burrow and them hung 31 on them with no Joe Mixon. Like, how does that how does that happen? Like, you can't allow it to happen. That's their 
possibly best offensive player, and you let them score 30 without him, you can't allow that to happen. The Colts blew out the Lions. Um, the Raiders went on the road in the snow. I mean, not snow, but wind, snow up there in Cleveland. Held the Browns six points. And maybe Odell was more important than people thought. There's a lot of talk this week. Oh, Baker's better when he can spread the ball around this, that, and the third. And six points. I know the weather's bad, but we've seen quarterbacks get it done in bad weather. Six points. I know Nick Chubb's not there. Six points. Still got Kareem Hunt. Like... See, it's just some of these narratives. You need stars. You need stars in the league. Don't never depreciate the value of a star <laughs> before you see what really happens without them on the field, you know. Uh, Cam, Cam, Cam. The Bills and Patriots play, you know. It's the whole thing. Patriots have dominated the AFC East. Uh, the Bills are trying to trying to start a dynasty over the AFC East, you know. With Brady leaving, they're trying to become the new kings. And the Patriots had a chance. Driving, minute left, within the 20-yard line, you know. They kick a field goal, force OT, or try to punch it in. With a little bit of time left, so the Bills have no chance of winning. And QB run, Cam, does it again, and fumble. Hate to see it. You've seen his face on the bench, like he's about to cry. I'm a big Cam fan, but he's just not not set up to succeed over there. Um, They have no weapons. Edelman's hurt now, so now he's down to, I couldn't even tell you, like, they're just their best receiver might be James White out the backfield. Like um, their play calling, I said tweeted yesterday. It looks like they're tanking. I saw a couple of third and longs where they just ran read option and just got what they could get or settle for three. Like that's not what you do with an elite quarterback like Cam. And yes, Cam is still elite. He just he just never really had the weaponry to show you since the MVP year. And even then, he just made it happen. You know what I'm saying? So I feel bad for Cam, but I think. I think this year will just help him in the long term. I think he'll sign with a better team next year. Um, maybe get him down there in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? His hometown, him, TG, who we, st- we still see can get it done. Julio, we know. Calvin Ridley, you know. And then that would just be a more dynamic offense. Like, a mobile quarterback, we know how to, that's where the league is going. Like, that would be nasty. Cam in Atlanta at home, that would be nasty. I would love to see it. Now... <clears throat> Also, we crown another champion in the sports world, the Dodgers. The L.A. Dodgers won the World Series in six games over the Rays. Um, I know that was a questionable. Uh, the Rays manager pulled out their starting pitcher in game six after he was pitching a shutout through six. And then immediately after, the Dodgers scored two runs in that inning. He got pulled, went on to win 3-1. Um, hey, man. Uh, LA is the city of chance right now. Lakers won, Dodgers won, um, and we saw why stars. The Dodgers just simply had more talent than the Rays. Um, I thought they were gonna win because the just the talent factor. It's just gonna eventually add up over time. Um, and the Lakers won because they had the best player currently in the league of those that are healthy. Cause we know how I feel when number seven in Brooklyn come back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Congrats to the Dodgers. Um, this is the first time both teams have won a title together since 88 when they did it, when Magic and he led the Lakers and then the Dodgers won the World Series as well. Um, speaking of NBA, the Board of Governors, it's not official, but they put like a, a proposal essentially of what they want to do for next season and it was 72 games starting December though. Um, that's not, I don't even see that flying over because one, the Heat and Lakers, 
that finals ended about the second week of October. And you want them to start December 22nd. That's only about a month, month and a half of rest. When we know typically the off season, typically the final ends in June and then July, August, September, they come back October. So that's at least three months. So they're losing a month and a half of that break that they usually get. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes it's shorter because some players play in the Olympics, you know, and that goes into through the summer, July and stuff like that. But I mean, you got to give these guys a break, especially, you know, your best. We, we know the NBA revolves around its best player and LeBron is the money, the, the cash cow right now. Um, so you don't want to jeopardize him getting hurt or the Lakers in general who are a cash cow. AD, you don't want to jeopardize them and then they get hurt and now your ratings are even worse than they were this year because of everything that's going on. You know what I'm saying? And then you lose more money. Like we know they lost 1.5 billion because people couldn't be in the stands and COVID and all that, um, the China stuff, all that. But you can't jeopardize your player's health and then more players get hurt and now your ratings are down even more. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> we'll see. Um, I think all in all, I know there was, um, kind of like a rebuttal the players were thinking they want to start around mlk day which is in january um that will give them at least two two months close to two months what's that uh november december like mid january yeah that gives them closer two and a half months that's closer to three that they typically get than they would have got but then you know uh it's something about nba would lose 500 million if they did that Opposed to the 500 million they could collect if they started December. It's all a money thing. If the players want to get paid, they would start in December. If they want to look up for their health, they start in January. Hopefully, they can come to a healthy medium. I'm very interested, not when they're going to start, how and where the season is going to get paid. I mean, get played at. Are you going to do like a bubble? You can't do a bubble for 72 games. They won't do that. Are you going to do outside bubble where, you know, NBA was the only league that had no COVID. Them in hockey, because they were in the bubble. No COVID, no issues with COVID. Um, if you go back to doing arenas, uh, i seen the Mavs, probably like a new court they're going to do, new hardwood court. So maybe they're, the NBA is going towards, you know, just no bubble, just we're going to travel, and y'all got to quarantine before y'all play and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you're going to do, you know. LeBron gets COVID and you got to be out for a certain amount of time, you know. You never know. Um, I prefer the bubble. Uh, saw good basketball in there. Um, the atmosphere. Because you're still going to, you're not going to have any fans in the arena. I mean, you might have limited fans um, in certain states. Like Dallas will have fans because the Cowboys have fans. But I don't know. I like the bubble. I think no COVID. It guarantees we know nothing's going to be affected. We know who's going to play. Uh, I like that better. But doing that, for 72 games, you got to break it up, and your seasons are getting pushed back. Uh, Cause you know you typically start in October and it's November already, and your season just ended. So it's a lot of things they got to work out. But uh, if I trust anybody to get it done, it's Adam Silver for sure. All right. Um. Moving on from sports, uh, big, big topic, um, election day. If you haven't heard from everybody else on social media, from the random texts being sent to your phone, 
to the ads on YouTube and everything, um, vote. You gotta vote. Um, it's a very important election. Um, I know there's a big, big number of people who already voted. You know, early voting was a big deal this year. Um, I voted, so tomorrow I will not be going to the polls and waiting to vote. I voted already. Um, we gotta do our part, our civil duty. Um, you know, a lot of people, personally, I feel since um, I've kind of paid attention to politics more, it's kind of second straight presidential election where, you know, neither candidate are our favorites, you know, we're kind of just rooting for the the better of the two evils, so to say, but we got to do our part to get 45 out of there, you know. It's not even, it's not even political for me, it's just the the human decency factor. Like, the difference between Obama and 45 just addressing, like, crisis and emergencies, not even telling me what you're going to do to fix it, but just instilling, like, a calmness into your people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big part of being a leader. Just, like, telling your people, like, a vision you have or just just talking to them a certain way to calm them down that you're that you you're sure you're gonna find a plan to solve whatever is facing the country. You know what I'm saying? And he never does that. Every time he speaks, he divides. Compared to past presidents, you know, they try to unite or comfort and just give us hope. With forty five, there's no hope. There's no hope. We don't know what we're getting. Uh I've never seen a president tweet more than him. Like literally Obama still tweets like he's the president. Obama will tweet for holidays, for championships and sports, and that's it. Like, it's crazy how divisive 45 is, but it is what it is. Um, so we gotta do our part there. Um, if 45 is reelected, um, these protests will definitely start back up. Um, I'm, if he loses, you know, there's been a lot of rumors what he's gonna try to do if he loses, um, either loopholes or something to try to not get out of power um so it's a lot you like it's a lot we gotta wait and see first who wins then we gotta see the aftermath um we don't i don't even think the we're gonna know who won by tomorrow the third because you know the different ways everybody's voting in person mailing you know the postal service been jacked up because of 45 so it's a lot of stuff um people talking about a race war might pop off it's a lot of stuff um just be safe um you know, for the first time, you got to think, do you have, like, a safety election plan, like, post-election plan? Like, that's crazy to think about that, like, I have to think about, you know, stuff like getting water to stay in the house and stuff like that because of a presidential election. That's how divisive 45 is and how how much just turmoil he has caused in this country, you know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is, but please go vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but... If you want a less divisive country, um, I mean, even if he loses, it might still be divisive because of the foundation he set. Like, fake news was never a thing before he came in. Just a lot of stuff. Um, the people he supports and people that stand for him weren't as loud as they were before he got in the office. So it's a lot of stuff that he kind of jump-started um, that might have been hidden or not there before he got in office. So do what you got to do, vote, but just please, just make the right decision. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say.
It is time for the best segments of all time. Song of the day, questions of the day. Let's start with songs of the day. Um, first, you know, I, you know, I gotta talk about new music. You know, I got to. Um, Ty Dolla Sign's album, very good, very very good. Um, it's called featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Um, I've never been a big Ty Dolla Sign guy. You know, like I never listened to a full album by him before now. Uh, it's a few good songs with him. Temptations with Kid Cudi is a good song. Uh, let's see, the song with Roddy Rich, Real Life is good. Song Universe with Kalani is good. Lift Me Up with featuring Young Thug. You know, I feel like I feel like I rarely see a feature in Thug like feature in a song like by themselves. I feel like every time you see them on a feature, they're together, which I I love because I need a super slimy too, really. But just interesting to point out. Um, and then your turn with Music So Child, Six Black. That's a crazy song. That's a crazy, crazy. Literally the last song in the album, and it's my favorite. Like that's that's a crazy song. Uh, Kalana Lede dropped a deluxe. She got a song on here with my boy Jaquise. Jaquise, yeah. Eee. Come on, man. Stop playing with him. Stop playing with the king of R&B. Jaquise, man. Stop playing with him. Uh, it's called Only Fan. Spicy. Spicy. Um, must Be Mine. Another song on Deluxe I like. And Amazing. Another song I like on the Deluxe. What else we got? Got a couple 2K classics that I caught up on. I think these are my official songs of the day. Matter of fact, Song of the Day, Viva La Vida, Coldplay. What? Bro, that's a classic. A 2K classic. No doubt about it. Like, they really get the going. Like, when I tell you, like, that's the thing that makes me mad about 2K playlists now. Like, they're just trying to put, like, it's essentially just the hottest songs that we've heard for the past year on there. It's no more gems. It's no more, like... I never heard, I don't never, I have never listened to Coldplay myself. But when I got on 2K, yeah, I'm singing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I heard Big Crit for the first time way back. Cool to be Southern. We got to 2K. Like, they don't find the gems no more. They just put four Pop Smoke songs, RRP Pop Smoke. But, like, bro, like, give me these white bands I've never heard of so I can learn them and, like, be, be hip. Like, you help me with my playlist, 2K, but. You just put 20 songs I already got because they're just bangers of the year. Like, that's not helpful. That's not helpful, man. Uh, Young Nudie, my guy, Slimeball, dropped a song Vice City with Metro Boomin. Banger. Banger for sure. And then Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we listen to Grande over here. For sure. For sure. This album is heat. Um, I'm more of a fan of the Ariana Grande that... Um, that sing sings. I don't want the pop girl, you know, trying to make the little Coles and Marshall bangers. Nah, I'm good on that. I do not need to hear the songs that's going to just play through Ross all day. No. I want songs like Safety Net with Ty Dolla Sign where you singing. You know what I'm saying? Off the Table with The Weeknd where you singing. I want that. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it is what it is. Um, also, apparently through Anchor, which I record through. I can like play songs um, on Spotify, like on the podcast. So I might try that next episode with Song of the Day. Uh, only problem is those who listen on Apple Music won't be able to hear the songs. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be Spotify exclusive, you feel me? Cause you know, you know I rock with the JPP, Joe Budden and you know I rock with my guys. But that's an element I would like to add to the show. I'm gonna test try it next show. 
see how it goes. See how weird it sounds when you can't hear the music. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, questions of the day. We're coming to a wrap here, huh? About 30 minutes in. Um, so, Twitter finally gave me the voice tweet. And I, personally, feel like I should have went viral. I know, I know. We all say that. But when it first came out, you know, everybody was doing the voicemail to the old songs, yada, 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 going viral. Or people just like, welcome to my page, yada, yada, yada. You're going to find this, that, and the third one here, yada, yada, yada. I took the liberty of quoting T-Pain, a classic, literally a gem of an artist. Like, he's so underrated, but we all love him. And the one and only C Breezy on Kiss Kiss, a national treasure. Literally, Kiss Kiss is a banger. And you know the opening part, you know, I'm on the radio with T-Pain? Yeah, like, that part, before the song kicks in, like, I spit that word for word, and I just feel like it wasn't appreciated as it should've. I feel like either you should've laughed, or you should be like, dang, that's really a banger. Like, that's crazy. Or like, you should've resonated with me like, oh yeah, I used to like spit that part word for word too before the song even came on. But yet, I'm here I am with 15 lonely likes, and it's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. <sighs> one day I'll go viral, and one day I will get my blue check, you know, or white check, I guess, because I'm in dark mode. But I'm gonna get my check on Twitter. I'm gonna get verified, and I'm gonna go viral one day. Mark my words, mark my words. And then finally, talk a little 2K21 next gen. Um, whoo, boy, at my player builder, I seen, my man, Carter, shout out. Whole breakdown, new badges, new takeovers. Like, they split up takeovers. Like, so I have a shot crate takeover. We know when you spin and stuff, step back, people drop. Uh, you get leaners better. And it's, that I split up. You either pick the takeover where you can drop people with those moves, or you can hit the leaders better. Like, or you can dribble better. That's another perk. So that's that's three separate shot crane takeovers you can have. And you won't know which one I have until I play with it, like, that's dope. So now you can't really predict no more what the dude, the takeover is gonna do. Cause you know, you get the sharp takeover, he's gonna try to just spray from D, you gotta press up. Shot creating, uh, shot creating is really difficult. He's gonna try to lean though, you know that, right? So you try to get up under and prevent off um, mover. Finishing, he's gonna try to sprint to the rack, all type of stuff. But now you see that in my name, you don't know what that means. You don't know if I step back, you gonna fall. You don't know if I'm just gonna hit it in your face more often. You don't know, you don't know. Um, it's different badges. Um, some call circuit shots, which is crazy. Uh, but the, the way the builder is set up, we get to put our attribute points where we want, um, essentially until you get to 95. Um, you love to see it. And your badges are connected to your attributes instead of your build. Thank you, TK. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all the, only, the only gripe I have is the physicals are a part of your attribute points. So to put my speed up as high as I want, it's gonna take away from points I can put towards like shooting and stuff. I don't like that. Also don't like that free throw is still a rating because back in the day it wasn't just under the shooting category. I feel like if my three is a 80 something, then my free throw should be 80 something. My mid, whatever my mid range is should be my free throw. You know what I'm saying? That's a mid-range shot. So, that's just my personal opinion. I feel like you could save us 
30 something attribute points playing the free throw that we could put elsewhere. That's just my opinion. Um, besides that, um, graphics look kind of better. Um, seeing Kobe, Kobe looks more realistic. Um, WNBA, you feel me? I'm making Meg the Stallion. I'm going to there cooking. Simple. I'm making Meg the Stallion. She's going to win MVP in the WNBA league, all that. And then in the 3v3 online zone, she's going to be out there going crazy. Big old freak. Dicing you. What do you like? What? Simple. And I'm not even trying to be, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I'm really going to make my character Meg the Stallion, however tall and however much she weigh. Um, I might give her white hair so she can be Tina Snow. You feel me? And then get to cooking. Like, no, that's that's no jokes aside. I'm being so serious to you. When you see me out there, when you see Nile Hendrix with a character called Tina Snow, I don't want to hear nothing about it. Simple as that. But I'm excited for next gen. Um, the console actually come out today. The second come out eight days. They come out next next Tuesday. Uh, I probably will not have it next Tuesday because um, money's tight. But come either Black Friday or Christmas, somebody will be buying it for me, and that is a blessing in itself. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. Besides that, uh, we have come to an end of episode 28 here in the Everyone Podcast. Um, appreciate y'all for listening through. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, let's book it. Let's book it. I'm going to be consistent. I'll be here next week with a podcast episode for you. But until then, we all have bad takes. Why not listen to mine?